One of the few position groups that appeared going into 2024, the BYU adequate Big 12 slash Power 5 depth seems to be a lot thinner suddenly with Aiden Robbins deciding he's going to the NFL. We're talking BYU running backs and what the Cougars do to respond to the loss of their starter. It's all ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate all of you for being everydayers with us right here on the podcast. want to remind you guys, please sign up for the subtext community. We've got Roland here with Locked On Cougars. Essentially, it's exclusive access and text conversations you can have back and forth with myself, insider tidbits, updates, uh, live time when it comes to practices and games and the like. Uh, you can join the subtext community by clicking the link in the show notes notes below, whether it's on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Another quick reminder that we are your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports, and we are brought to you today by our friends over at FanDuel. Today's episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll make every moment more with our friends at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Simple as that. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Alright, let's dive right in. The big news of the Day is the BYU is losing a running back. Aiden Robbins declaring his intention to enter the 2024 NFL draft yesterday. And uh, frankly, a bit of a stunning move. Uh, I thought he would come back and try and prove he could have a healthy season, prove himself once again to the Power 5 level, but he ultimately has opted to make the jump to the NFL and uh, find a way into the league if at all possible. Now, in terms of his production this past year, obviously his uh, final two games for BYU in a Cougar uniform, probably his finest uh, performances to date. He ends up finishing his run at BYU with 485 yards on 101 carries, averaging 4.8 yards per carry, and also had the one touchdown on the season, if I recall correctly. So, uh, not awful stats, considering Considering how much time that Aiden Robbins missed this season, but uh, honestly, really, he's got about a season and a half of, of tape to show the NFL. He did not play to any significant level at Louisville before transferring to UNLV and in his own season with the Red and Rebels, uh, ended up uh, tallying over a thousand yards. The hope was he was going to be able to prove that against Power Five competition this year. And yes, he did that. He did have some good performances, particularly against uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. But is that going to get him a, a job in the NFL? I'd be hard pressed to say that Aiden Robbins is going to be drafted in this upcoming NFL draft. I think that he is putting his eggs in the fact that uh, the NFL has devalued the running back position so highly that even if Aiden Robbins is an undrafted free agent, which I would totally peg him for right now, uh, unless he has a monster pro day and really kills it in his interviews and that type of stuff, maybe sneaks in to the 6th or 7th round. Uh, but regardless, he's looking at, I think, saying, you know what, I've been in college a long time. I've obviously got my undergrad degree. He was working on an MBA at BYU in the Marriott School of Business. I don't know if he was in the two-year program or their accelerated one-year executive MBA program, but regardless... 
He was working towards a master's degree, and if if that's close to being done, maybe he's just decided, you know what, I just want to move on with my life and uh, play football and see what's next for myself. So you wish him well. Honestly, I'm going to say that right now. I wish Aiden the best. He was a very, very good individual uh, to have around the BYU football program. was a great representative of the university while he was there. This is a kid that spurned BYU back in his original recruiting process as a high schooler to stay home and uh, go to his hometown school of Louisville. Uh, Then ultimately decided, I need to find new way to find myself on the field went to UNLV and then ultimately ends up at BYU and I thought was a very very uh, fun kid to get to know and I only wish we had more time with him because honestly I thought BYU had him and LJ Martin in particular coming back to form a 1-2 tandem at running back for BYU in 2024 that would help whoever the starting quarterback was going to be for BYU to have two proven running backs at the power 5 slash big 12 level would have been a really really nice thing to have but now BYU turns their attention and they will have LJ Martin leading the way and we'll talk more about BYU's running back position in particular here momentarily Uh, but also one other note real quick on the Aiden Robbins side of things is that uh, it leaves a big opportunity for the other running backs remaining on BYU's roster to step in and fill that hole so uh, yes it's not insignificant that Aiden Robbins is exiting the BYU football program because I would have expected him wholeheartedly to come back next year and hopefully go out and put up a thousand yard season against Big 12 competition and bolster his draft stock. This is not a kid who has uh, served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and he's pushing 25, 26 years old and just really feels uh, his time is passing him by in terms of his uh, earning opportunity in the NFL. Aiden's what, 22 years old? I'm not convinced that another year in college uh, would have hurt him to any significant degree, but uh, apparently he has decided that he needs to make the jump now and find whatever way he can do that. Uh, even if it doesn't work out at the NFL level, could he join the newly uh, merged USFL slash XFL venture and prove himself there? That is a possibility as well. But you wish him well and uh, thank him for all that he gave to the university, even uh, amidst uh, some of the injuries that he dealt with. He dealt with a pretty significant rib injury that cost him a big chunk of this past season. Uh, It's kind of one of those things you look at and say, what could have been had he stayed fully healthy for BYU and had he been fully healthy from the jump? Maybe BYU gets some better rush performances just with his ability as a 6'3", 240-pound bulldozer uh, to pick up some hard yardage early on in the season that may have gotten them a win or two extra. You never know, but it's one of those hypotheticals that can be debated for the BYU football program. The other thing about it is how will the NFL uh, uh, gauge him as a big body back? Are they going to say he's too big? Is he not nimble enough? Does he have the requisite speed? That are all questions that are going to have to be answered in the pro day uh, portion of his preparation for the NFL draft. And I wonder, the other thing about this is, and many of us have uh, forgotten this, and I forgot it at points myself, is that the Big 12 is not having individual school uh, pro days. They're having that conference-wide pro day down at the Star in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's going to be taking place at this, the practice facility and uh, all the other stuff that the Dallas Cowboys have built up in Frisco, Texas. Uh, it's an invite-only event. Will Aiden Robbins get an invite to that event? Because if he doesn't, where else is he going to work out for NFL scouts? So this is a this is a risky proposition, in my opinion, for Aiden Robbins. But he he is the man that has to make the decision that, that's best in his best interest in his own mind. He's a grown man. You got to give him that opportunity. And I, like I said, I wish him nothing but the best, and I uh, hope that all goes well for him. But now BYU turns their attention uh, to their other running backs and guys like L.J. Martin on the roster. We'll talk about L.J. Martin and the other running backs who can step in and hopefully uh, provide the punch that you would have thought that. Aiden Robbins can provide in 2024, and we'll get to all that as we continue on 
right here on Locked On Cougars. Let's get a word in on our friends over at FanDuel real quick. Of course, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers are staying hot with our friends at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Simple as that, my friends. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Whether you're looking at the NFL, you want to bet on the upcoming college bowl season, basketball, both NBA and college hoops with the BYU Cougars in action tonight against the Denver Pioneers. Go to FanDuel, have some fun with it. They also have uh, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more, and it's all available on an easy-to-use app, and there's a wide range of betting options, and including daily specials as well. So take advantage of all of it, my friends. It's all courtesy of your friends at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season and have some fun uh, this winter with football, basketball, and everything else in between. It's all courtesy of FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. They have the Learn and Earn banking app that is paying your entire family to learn about money. All of us want to be smarter when it comes to our finances and money overall. That is where Learn and Earn steps in. It breaks down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games and lessons featuring quizzes and trivia. And every time a family member completes a topic, you earn points, can be a crew, and be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more, my friends. There's a Age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against one another, uh, compete against one another, and track your progress on leaderboards as well. Learn and Earn is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, making it easy to you, do really, literally anytime, anywhere. So take advantage of it. The more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. It's all courtesy of UCCU and their Learn and Earn app, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun with becoming more financially literate together. That's the point there, my friends. It's all courtesy of UCCU love where you bank thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday whenever you hear this one I encourage you once again sign up for the subtext community it's a 14 day free trial it's a direct line of communication with myself literally coming to your phone uh, via text you got questions, I uh, want live updates when I'm at games, out at practices, and the like. Uh, you can join uh, now and obviously be a part of it. Uh, you have a 14-day free trial, and it's $4.99 a month afterwards. And obviously, it's just another way you can support the podcast and be a bigger part of the Locked On Cougars community. So thank you in advance uh, for doing just that. By the way, uh, big ups uh, to a couple of our listeners. We're actually able to send uh, four different people out to BYU basketball tonight, thanks to some of the ticket donations that have come in. So uh, thank you to all of you for that. We'll talk a little bit more about BYU hoops here in a moment. But let's talk about BYU's running back position. Then we can call this essentially a. Uh, one of our debriefings for BYU's running backs. With Aiden Robbins' departure for BYU, uh, how thin is BYU's running back position truthfully? Well, honestly, it's pretty darn thin because the problem is you have LJ Martin, who's a very proven back. Obviously, as a true freshman, 18-year-old coming out of uh, Conotillo High School in El Paso, Texas, he's a four-star prospect, and he proved why because he was an impact guy for BYU before he got injured, uh, and obviously that kind of cost him the back half of the season as Aiden Robbins' star really started to ascend once again after his own injuries. The thing about it is he ended up having four rushing touchdowns in his five games as a BYU Cougar. It's the most uh, for a BYU freshman since Luke Staley, some guy named Luke Staley back in 1999. It appears that he will be the featured guy for BYU in 2024. He finished with 518 yards on 109 carries, had the aforementioned four touchdowns. Uh, And then after that, 
huge question mark for BYU at running back. They're going to have to hit the transfer portal and bring in at least one guy to provide depth. Could Miles Davis decide to opt uh, to return to BYU? Sure, but at this point in Miles Davis's career, why would he really want to come back and play second fiddle at, at BYU if he can find a place where he can play more readily elsewhere? That's the only question I have about a guy, a guy like Miles Davis uh, coming back out of the portal. Is, is he looking truthfully for a place where he can be the quote-unquote guy for a football program? Whether it's at a lower level or at the FBS level, uh, we'll find out. But I, I just don't see Miles Davis at this juncture coming back out of the portal. But that could change. As soon as this podcast is published, he could say, you know what? Aiden Robbins is out. I'm right back in. Uh, beyond that, BYU is going to have to look at the transfer portal. Can they find a guy that can come in and replace what you're losing in Aiden Robbins? Uh, not likely, in my opinion, because you'd have to essentially promise that guy that he's going to be the guy over a guy like L.J. Martin. A lot of guys will look and do their homework and say, we got this uh, freshman over here, this L.J. Martin. Why wouldn't he be your number one back? Why am I going to play second fiddle to him? That's the question you're going to have to uh, sell people on when it comes uh, to bringing in one of those talents. Now, could you find a guy... In the case of a like a uh, for example Miles Davis, where they've kind of been biding their time, they've shown flashes with the program that they are at. They've decided they need to go find another opportunity for themselves. Can you sell a guy like that on the opportunity at BYU and say that L.J. Martin was healthy and then he got injured and it opened up an opportunity? That could be you. That's got to be the selling point for BYU because frankly, beyond uh, the situation outside of L.J. Martin, I'm very very wary of BYU's running backs. And it's nothing against some of these guys on the roster. Enoch Nawahine, great. Uh, uh, Try hard guy who really is a uh, uh, I'm trying to say a, a short yardage type back puts his shoulder down and drives forward for two and three yards. Okay, you can utilize that in certain circumstances. Can he be a guy that can really tote the rock extensively? I don't think so. Uh, will Hinkley Ropati return to BYU? Can he get a medical red shirt for this year and come back and offer more of what he offered in 2022 for the Cougars? That'd go a long way to helping bolster that running back position, but it's all up to Hinkley in terms of what he wants to do with his future. Obviously, he's dealt with a number of knee injuries. I think there's two season-ending knee injuries since he arrived at BYU as a junior college transfer, and uh, we'll see if he ultimately decides to come back uh, and run it back one more time for BYU. They also have Nukuluve Halu uh, playing at running back for BYU, but late in the season, BYU did move him over the over to defense to play some linebacker to try him out of that position. Will that position switch uh, stay permanent, or will he revert back to running back now just with the fact that they don't have that depth? Halu was a highly, highly thought of running back coming out of Tooele High School, and BYU hoped that he would kind of grow into being a Harvey Unga type running back, a big body, all a six foot three. Six foot four, two hundred and some odd pounds. Can he come back and really uh, show what he's capable of doing? We'll find out. It's just uh, there's a lot of question marks right now for BYU at the running back position, and it all but is certain, I would say right now, that BYU will be hitting the transfer portal to find at least one guy to bring into the mix because you also lose a guy like Deion Smith who was uh, capable, obviously, as a power five running back at Colorado before coming in for one season at BYU. As my good uh, friend Mitch Harper over at KSLSports.com points out, uh, BYU does have former Ridgeline star Jovessa Damuni uh, coming off of a mission. He was a kind of a do-everything player in high school for Ridgeline up there in the Logan area. Uh, is he going to be really able to contribute right away for BYU at running back? Uh, that's, th- that's the big question. And also he mentions that Dallin Havea was part of BYU's 2021 recruiting class where he signed as an athlete at a Provo High School. Could he be an option at running back? But I relying on anybody but LJ Martin right now in terms of uh, saying that is a guy that you could really can count on it, it, going into 2024. 
That's very, very risky in my opinion because you just cannot rely on the depth right now as it stands for BYU at running back. Could there be a guy on the roster you say, hey, maybe we want to make a position switch? Sure, but is that going to make it the running back position that much de- that much deeper? No, I don't think so. So really right now it's going to be the LJ Martin show. So LJ, obviously get in the weight room, get working on your skill set, get 100% recovered from whatever ailments and injuries you suffered during the 2023 campaign because – it appears that it's going to be the L.J. Martin show in 2024 for BYU, barring something really unforeseen for the Cougars in terms of a big-name uh, running back coming in out of the portal. But I just don't see that scenario necessarily playing out. And it, crazily enough, I said in the open of today's show, going into 2024, I was expecting Aiden Robbins return, would return for BYU, and having him and L.J. Martin seem like a, a two-headed uh, monster at running back that really was going to bolster BYU in 2024. Well, with Miles Davis departing, now Aiden Robbins departing, and the, uh, just uh, guys like Deion Smith being out of eligibility, suddenly the running back position has gone from one of relative strength to one of, like, hit the panic button. We need to find somebody in the transfer portal. And I, I'm hoping that BYU has done some homework on guys already, maybe anticipating this, but uh, we'll try and find out some more for you guys and pass along anything that we learn on this situation. But it is not ideal, uh, frankly, for BYU's running backs right now to have that much uncertainty uh, going into 2024. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll finish up today's show with some notes on BYU basketball. They are in action tonight, taking on the Denver Pioneers out at the Marriott Center. Also, some notes on BYU uh, women's uh, soccer. Also, a record that was broken in BYU track and field over the weekend that is almost as old as I am, and I'm pretty old. So, uh, we'll talk about all that as we continue on right here on Locked On Cougars. Let's get a quick word in our friends over at LinkedIn, though. LinkedIn, of course, wants to help you guys out in terms of your hiring. Uh, When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you need that's why you guys need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They have the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and more importantly for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board my friends it has a, over a billion professionals. LinkedIn does online. That's billion with a B my friends, making it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy that in fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours thanks to our friends at LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing rent, many hats and might not have the adequate time or resources to hire. That's why they want to make it as simple as possible for you guys. They even have just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker to make that right hire right away. So post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Of course, terms and conditions apply. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to remind you guys, we have our new uh, streaming channel. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league as well. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel right now. All right, a couple of notes before we go on today's show. want to first off say, Congratulations uh, to BYU, a former BYU assistant, uh, Elisa Tuiaki. He has been hired as the new defensive line coach at Oregon State, returning uh, to the program that he left to join uh, Kalani Sitake when they both came to BYU. Obviously, Elisa was BYU's defensive coordinator uh, for a long spell there, but he is the new defensive line coach officially at Oregon State. I was talking to some people last weekend who had I actually seen him out on the recruiting trail and mentioned that he was already uh, working for Oregon State in an official capacity, and they 
They weren't sure why it hadn't been officially announced, but uh, congratulations to Tuiaki landing on his feet. Uh, a great dude. Uh, I've, I can tell you just from my personal interactions with Coach Tuiaki, loved him. A great dude uh, to talk to, but just the results. They were not there uh, during uh, his uh, final stanza as BYU's defensive coordinator. Part of that also goes to the philosophy that Ed Lamb exerted on BYU's defense, and that's also why Ed Lamb's no longer at BYU as well, but uh, congratulations to Tuiaki. Uh, he'll be doing uh, good things, hopefully, for Oregon State and not stealing too many uh, BYU offerees uh, off of uh, the Cougars' uh, wish list. All right, also, other notes. Uh, congratulations to Libero Aria McComber, uh, middle blocker Whitney McEwen Lorenas, and outside here, Aaron Livingston, excuse me. They were each named to the College Sports Communicator CSC Academic All-District team yesterday. Congratulations to them. A solid season for BYU women's volleyball. We'd like to make a deeper run into the NCAA tournament. But obviously a good showing for them and those postseason honors trying to roll in. We'll have more of those as they roll in as well. And then I mentioned uh, there is a record that was broken over the weekend at BYU's indoor track meet. It is almost as old as I am. Now, some of you know I'm in my mid-30s. I'm 36 years old, uh, coming up on 37. But Sierra Tidwell-Alfin broke a 34-year-old record, uh, BYU school record, in the high jump, clearing 6 feet 2.5 inches uh, Saturday afternoon at the Smith Fieldhouse. Really, really cool to see this. I don't know why I missed it uh, in our Monday edition of the podcast, but congratulations all the same. Now, I am 36 years old, so that record's been around for, I was two years old when that record was originally set. And then also, she jumped six, two and a half. I am uh, about six foot on a very good day. I I range between about 5'11 and uh, three quarters and six foot, literally right on the head. And that's a good day if I guess if I stretch out really, really well, I get to six feet. She would have cleared me by two and a half, maybe three inches. Uh, with the jump that she uh, performed on Saturday. So congratulations. That's really, really cool stuff. And obviously, when you break a school record that old, uh, that is not insignificant. All right, final note on today's show is the BYU's number 18-ranked men's basketball program is back in action. They got to open a five-game homestand, uh, taking on the Denver Pioneers for the first time in Provo since 1998. Yes, we're going back to the 90s. Uh, BYU will be taking on the Pioneers. It'll be on uh, Big 12 now on ESPN+. Dave McCann and uh, Blaine Fowler will have the call on TV. Obviously, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant will have it on BYU Radio as well. Uh, big opportunity for BYU to bounce back here after the loss to Utah. Uh, no time to rest. They're in the middle of finals as well, so I wonder how much of a distraction that may be that may be for BYU. But Denver is not anything to write home a ton about. Uh, they are six and four. They have uh, won four of its last five games to sit at six and four on the season. They have a very very uh, good scorer in Tommy Bruner. He's third in the nation, scoring uh, an average of twenty. 24 points per game. Uh, he has scored in double figures in all 10 games this season, including a 33 performance against uh, SIUE. I think it's Southern Illinois something, Evansville. I don't remember what the name the acronym stands for. But nonetheless, a big opportunity for BYU to get back into the win column. I'm expecting the Cougars to handle their business and uh, take care of Denver. Uh, 7 o'clock tip tonight. Uh, this feels like one of those uh, perfect get-right games because Denver is not necessarily a pushover, but they're also a team that you should be able to comfortably uh, blow out and obviously just get feeling better about yourselves. You will also, speaking of BYU, see them in action this Saturday as they take on Georgia State at the Marriott Center. So uh, two big games this weekend, just uh, simply for the fact that BYU is trying to get back into the win column, push their record to 10-1 on the year, and uh, really get themselves going once again. The other thing about the BYU basketball program is how soon can you get Fuseni Traore back? That That is a huge question mark that I've got because uh, I think the, the Utah game 
showed how critical Foose is for BYU's hope for success in Big 12 play this year. Uh, I'm totally okay with him missing the remainder of the non-conference slate, uh, but once it comes to the Big 12 conference slate kicking off in early January, you gotta hope that he is somewhat close to returning. The other guy I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing soon, I heard he had a little bit of a setback in terms of his return. It looked like he was a little bit closer a couple of weeks ago, is Dawson Baker. Now, Dawson Baker maybe was the most accomplished of all of BYU's transfer portal additions this year, playing at UC Irvine, an all-conference performer in the Big West. Uh, If you can get him and Foose back on the court and start showing what they're capable of, it's going to make me feel a lot better about BYU and their chances to pick off some wins here and there uh, when it comes to Big 12 play because they're going to come into premium. Big 12 play is shaping up to be an absolute gauntlet that BYU is going to have to run here. You need as many bodies healthy as you possibly can muster. If anybody, let me also say this, if any of the other guys on the roster, whether it, I don't, I'm not trying to speculate on anything, but if anybody is dealing with anything physically that is limiting them right now, sit them down for these games against Denver, Georgia State. You got Bellarmine coming up next week. I think you got the game against Wyoming at the end of the month. Any of those games, those guys don't feel right, let them sit it out. You, you can afford those games to let those guys heal up because the whole focus now is looking at Big 12 play and it looks just absolutely ridiculous what BYU is going to have to go up against. But the guy, the biggest guy for me is how soon can you get Fusini Triore back? Because BYU is already pretty thin in the front court. They were even thinner than they were last year. No, they're not thinner right now. They were thin last year and extremely thin. Uh, they added some bodies, obviously Ali Khalifa and the like. And having a guy like Dawson Baker, who's got a little bit of size to him as well, can help defend on the interior. But uh, Noah Waterman was uh, kind of Olay defense on Saturday against Utah. He's not offering much, much uh, in terms of rim protection at six foot eleven. Nothing against Ali Khalifa, but he doesn't have the athleticism to really be that uh, rim uh, protector for BYU. So right now you're relying on Atiki Ali Atiki to really defend the rim in the short stints he's playing out there. So you need to get Foose back. I know that Foose is undersized, but his wingspan, his ability to go and get tough buckets around the rim, and even uh, maybe make an occasional jumper, those are all critical things. And uh, I'm fingers crossed that Foose is back by the time BYU takes on Cincinnati in early January. Uh, uh, Mark uh, Pope said it in post game a couple of games ago that uh, it could be any day that Foose just wakes up. He said it happened last year when he had that uh, hamstring injury. Said he woke up and said, "Hey, coach, I'm feeling good," and then he was good to go. So fingers crossed that uh, Foose gets back on the court in short order because uh, without him, if it's a daunting proposition to think of BYU going up against some of the bigs they're going to face off against in, in Big 12 play. And just if Utah can do what they did with their bigs against BYU in that circumstance and really kind of bludgeon uh, the Cougars on the interior, imagine what guys like Hunter Dickinson from Kansas on down the list, some of these elite big men that the Big 12 has, maybe some of the best big men in all of college basketball, they'll be licking their chops uh, looking what BYU has on the front court if a guy like Foose is unavailable. And even then, uh, they're still thinking, okay, this guy is six foot six. I'm going to go in out there and dominate him. Uh, you just need to have as many healthy bodies as you can muster for BYU because this is setting up to be a really, really interesting two-month run uh, through conference play. It kicks off January 6th. It wraps up uh, the first week of March. It is a two-month gauntlet of really proving, okay, how good is BYU truthfully year one in the Big 12? Are they the team that's kind of been this front runner most of the season, beating up on the likes of Arizona State, San Diego State, etc., NC State as well in that mix? Or are they a team that's been a little bit of a a paper tiger? Are are they going to get exposed by the Big 12? That is a huge question mark that remains to be answered. And I I think Utah, that loss, uh, showed BYU what they are really lacking in terms of what they need on the interior. And 
Uh, hurry back, Foose. Hurry, hurry back, if at all possible. All right, uh, enough of me bellyaching about injuries in basketball, but uh, we're going to wrap it up here. A big thank you once again for your guys' support of the podcast. Please continue to subscribe, rate, and review the show. You're going to be out at family parties uh, this holiday season. If you've not done so already, please share this podcast with your family and friends. Tell them about it. It's a daily uh, uh a daily dose. I know that Jeff Hansen co-opted that, uh, the daily dose uh, with Give Him Hell Brigham, but it is a daily dose of BYU sports. You do it every single day without fail, uh, with very, very rare exceptions, and appreciate all of your guys' support. It's been a five-year-long project that we are uh, still grinding on, 1,500 episodes deep, and honestly, I, I can say I'm having the time of my life doing it. It is a ton of fun uh, to be talking with you guys every single day. So once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers as well. And of course, we'll be back with you guys again tomorrow, talking all things BYU right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya.